Now, what does it practically mean? This is part two, and then we are done. What does it mean to be a strong Christian? Number one, to be a strong minister, I should say. But I'm actually teaching from my book here. Uh, Strong Christian, where is it? Yeah, how you can become a strong Christian. Actually, all that I was sharing was just one of the points in this book here. I'll show you the point when we get there. All right? Okay. Now, number one, to be a strong minister, you must develop a deeper Christian life. Everybody say deeper. Draw me deeper, Lord, deeper into. Draw me deeper, Lord, deeper into for me. Draw me deeper, Lord, deeper to the the place where you are. Draw me deeper and deeper that I may know. So deeper. All right. Now, the reason why these trees don't fall down during a storm is because they have deep roots. They have deep roots. (laughs) You know, in Psalm 42, verse 7, it says, Deep calleth unto deep. You see, you can be deep into something, but you can also be shallow. Deep means you didn't go far into it. You may have read my books, but you didn't go far. You may have listened to the message, but you didn't go deep. You see, I'm telling you the story of Joseph, but you realize that there are deeper things in that story. Yes, there are deeper things. Yes. And, and, and the story, the, the book I'm quoting from, I mentioned from, is quoted in the Bible. It's from the Bible. And you can see that it lines up exactly with the Bible. All the rest of the things are in the Bible. So everything, you can go further, deeper into it. You can go deeper into ministry. You can take, you can be deep into the things of God. And so the way to be strong, one of the ways to be strong is to just go deeper. So I want to encourage you, especially if you are a young man, go deeper. Go deeper. You know, when some people talk about sex, you realize that they are deep into sex. They will be describing things. Sometimes you, you want to, they will say something and they will, they will describe something. They will say some words and say, hey! You realize that they are deep into these things. Yes. They will say something. They will use some words and say this. Okay, then this is coming and that is happening. And this. I say, hey! What are they saying? And those who are not deep into will be sitting down wondering that what are all these things? <laughs> so instead of being deep into sex, be deep into God, deeper into the ministry, deeper into the things of God. Everything has a deeper version. 
everything, there is something deeper. I'm telling you, where you are, on the same issue, there is a deeper of it. The same issue, there is a deeper version of that same thing. Yes, that's what you must know. If it's evangelism, there is deeper. If it's pastoral work, there is deeper. Everything there is deeper, but it's up to you. If you want to just take the outside brush with a paintbrush on the outside, there's more to it. And you can go deeper. There's always more. So that is one of the ways to be strong. So these trees, eh, they should have fallen down long time. Long time. But they have got deep roots. When you have deep roots, something cannot easily uproot you. You know, recently we had some uh, attacks in the church. And I realized that, you know, when, it, when the wind starts blowing, all that you have to do is to wait for the wind to finish. Then after the wind is finished, you get up and go and look and see which of the trees are falling down. That's all. That's all. So, in, in Mampong, in Mampong, we, are, we have sometimes some very strong storms. Very strong. We've had some very strong storms recently. Not this year, but, you know, one time, the whole world, it came down. So when you come down, we just look and say, okay, you are not strong. You are not deep enough. So we go deeper and we fix it. Sometimes you see trees fall down. Big trees can come down. So each time, you just, we are just waiting for the storm to finish. Then we come out and see what, what, is, what is left. Who are those who survived and who are those who went? And I want to predict that you will be one of those who survive at the end of the storm. When the wind finishes blowing and the water finishes coming, this is happening, water is flowing, this is all all that. And we we finish and they say, oh, the rain has gone. Then we will come out and you will be standing there, very nice, very strong, very beautiful. So all I've been doing is just waiting for the storm to finish so that I will see which of the trees survived, which of those ones went down. Yes. Beautiful. Sit down. Number two. Second way by which you be strong. To be a strong Christian is to become a strong minister. Is to be steadfast. Steadfast. Now. First Corinthians fifteen fifty eight, it says, "Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing this that your labor is not in vain in the Lord." Amen. Now, the word steadfast is different from the word unmovable. People think that steadfast means to stand strong. Then, what does unmovable mean? Do you get what I'm saying? What does unmovable mean? What is is steadfast and what is unmovable? What is the difference between steadfast and unmovable? Because he said you should be both steadfast and unmovable. Uh Aha. Now, I want to help you to understand what is the meaning of steadfast. 
Steadfast is a word that was not in the English language but has been added. And it was invented by sailors. Sailors. Because it was used to describe someone who is on course in the sea and goes off course and is able to come back to the course. Yes. So it's not that he didn't move off. He moved off a bit or he moved off a sometime and he came back. That's, that is steadfast. It's a Navy term invented by the Navy. It's different from unmovable. Unmovable, you didn't batch one inch. But sometimes in our lives, eh, you go off course for a while. But the ability to come back to the court is also a special ability. Yes. And that is the meaning of steadfast. You have the ability to return to the course that you were already... Now, the reason why this happens, it came up in the Navy, is because... In the water, I don't know if you do, there's more water on earth than land. And the, 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 the land is such that, the water is such that when you are in, in the middle of the ocean, eh, you can go 500 miles this way, 500 miles this way, 500 miles this way, 500 miles, you will not see any land. Yeah, 500. You know, one time I was on a flight from Johannesburg to Australia, Sydney. You'll be there soon. Oh, Yes. And 14 hours, the plane flies at about 1,000 kilometers per hour. 14 hours, about 12 of the 14 hours, we were flying over water. There was no land. That's why this Malaysian Airways, which disappeared, up to today, they, they cannot find The water is massive. It's really, 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 really large. And it's deeper than the highest mountain. Yeah. So the highest of five miles is ten miles down. And far here, here. So when you are going, you, there's nothing to show you that here is straight. Or this is the way to Tamale. Or this is the way to Yendi. No, 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 no. It's just brown everywhere. There's no road, nothing. Just there's no road. So if you are, a, if you are on board your ship, you have a number of pigs, a number of chickens, a number of water barrels, a number of bread for everybody, and it will finish. When it finishes, it is finished. So, you cannot just be on the water forever. Everybody will die on board. So, it was something that was an ability that people need steadfast to come back always to the right course. And they use the stars, and they use other things to know the way. If you know if you know the stars, you can show you the way to the north with the stars. Stars can show you the direction if you, if you know stars. So, maybe you went off course grumbling, complaining. How many realize at a point it seemed as though you were moving off course? Yes. But you see, the ability to come back to course, eh? It's a wonderful ability. It's a wonderful ability. It's a wonderful ability. That is why, that is why anytime somebody 
has gone off course and the person says sorry and tries to come back, I often try to accept the person because it's also an ability to go off and then you come back on course. It's an ability. Not everybody can say sorry. They will be sitting there realizing that they've made a mistake. But how to say sorry? Like Judas, he will kill himself rather than say sorry. Now, you see Russia has invaded uh, Ukraine. Maybe by now they've realized it wasn't, wasn't, I mean, so how to say sorry? After you have spoiled somebody's country, you know, it becomes complicated. So everybody here must maintain your last card. It's called, you see, in Monopoly, how many have never played Monopoly? Raise your hand if you know, if you never know how to play Monopoly. How many have played Monopoly? So those who have not played and who have played, I don't know the difference. How many know there is a game called Monopoly? How many have not played some before? Raise your hand. Aha, beautiful. How about Ludo? Ludo, Ludo. So this one is a type of Ludo. Do you call it Ludo or Ludo? Ludo. Okay. It's a type of Ludo. Okay. But there's money involved. As you are going, there's money, money, money. And then there are houses. Uh Then also, there is one when you play, it's called jail. When you land on it, you are in prison and you have to stay there. Okay. But there is something, a card, a card that you can have. It's called get out of jail free. So that in case you go to prison or you just play that card and you come out of jail. You get what I'm saying? So everybody must have a get out of jail free card. So that if you make the mistake of landing on that prison, you play that also card and you come out of that whole thing. God wants you to know and have a way out because we are humans and we make mistakes. Sometimes we make bad mistakes. But you must have a get out of jail free card and come out of every dark prison that you have put yourself into because most of our troubles are self-induced nonsense that we have brought upon ourselves. Is it true or it's not true? How many have put yourself into trouble before? (laughs) Self-induced. It's from your big mouth. Is it not true? And your bad thinking and your wrong judgment. Is it not true? And your wrong decisions. And your big mouth saying things you shouldn't say. How many have said things you shouldn't have said it? (laughs) So always remember God has given us a get out of jail free card. Yes. Which you deploy. They say, hey, I've made a mistake. You know, one day I saw somebody in a serious trouble and I told the person, I'll give you the key out of this. How many want to know the key out of every spiritual crisis? Yes. How to finish with God. 
in a spiritual trouble, you have entered. When you enter a spiritual trouble with God, there is a way out. And this is the way out. Are you ready for the way out? Are you sure you are ready for the way out? This is the get out of jail free card. The get out of jail free card is confession. If we confess, listen, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us, which means he is faithful and just to end the issue. Yes, it's faithful and just to end the issue. That is why Satan always makes us not to confess and not to tell the truth. Even sometimes to ourselves. That's why Christians' greatest problem are telling lies. I see people, their problems are not ending because they are not telling the truth. Yeah. The day you say, I confess A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z. The day you confess A to Z, eh, will be the beginning of the end. I'm telling you, the matter against you will collapse. Oh yes, the matter against you, the issue and the crisis against you will end and it will, it will collapse inwardly. But because you are a liar, it can never end. Because you are a deceiver and because you are self-deceived and you deceive yourself and you deceive others, it never ends. Yes. But you could have ended it by confessing. Because God showed me, told me that any problem that a human being has with me, I have a way out of that problem. Number one, just confess. If, if we confess us, he will be faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us which means to finish the whole matter. The matter is over as far as God is concerned. You may have some residual issues with men, but as far as God is concerned and his blessing, his pardon and his help, it is that. And it's not as simple as that if we confess our sin. Yeah. Because many people don't confess their sin unless they are caught. When somebody has been caught and is confessing, you can never be sure whether he's confessing. <laughs> oh, yes. So, tell somebody I'm steadfast. Now, explain to the person next to you the difference between steadfast and immovable. I'm steadfast. I'm immovable. Steadfast. What's the difference? Amen. Did you explain it very well? Okay. Number three. The third way to become a strong 
minister is to be immovable. Immovable. Which is different from steadfast. Yes. Immovable means that it was not able to move you. Do you get it? It was not able to move. Like you didn't even move. Some people move and then they came back. By you there, you didn't move at all. Yes. When the stress comes, the storm comes, the issues come, it can never, your mind cannot change. Yes. You know, one day I was in uh, South Africa and uh, you'll be there soon. And I met uh, some pastors, some of my pastors. We were having a breakfast. And I told them, there was one, one of my senior pastors, he was he's a very quiet person, he was sitting there, and then there were some other pastors, we were all sitting, about eight of us. Then I told the other pastor, I said, do you know why I will not make you the one in charge here? Do you know why? I will not make you the one in charge. Do you know why I would rather make this other quiet pastor the one in charge here? I would rather appoint him rather than you. They were looking at me. Don't joke with a casual prophet. Yes. I told him, I would rather make this person in charge here a hundred times before you. He was a good person. He has been around for years. But I could see in that other brother something that is immovable. Oh, yes. Something that is what? Immovable. Yes. Nothing can move him. He has been with me since medical school. Yes, when I was in medical school and the instruments for the church, we used to keep it in his room. In fact, he didn't have even space to move it in his room. He didn't have space even in his room because it was troubles full up. Your church that you are enjoying today. Yeah. He was there. Has never shifted or flickered his eyelids about what he is doing or where he belongs. Do you get what I'm saying? But others, you can see that this man, eh, if a river comes, do you see? He will start swimming in the river. (laughs) This one, if a wind blows, it will be blowing. Yes. So, make yourself immovable. Oh, yes. Somebody was inviting me to do politics. And I told the person that I am offended that you even have such a thought. It's offensive to me. Yes. The thought is offensive to me. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Let me not say more about that. (laughs) Beautiful. So tell your neighbor, I am unmovable. Amen. Oh, yes. Number four. To be a strong Christian is to become spiritual. Amen.
And number five, to be a strong Christian is to become holy. Amen. Now, to be a strong minister is to become spiritual. Now, how do you say a brother is spiritual or a minister is spiritual? I'm talking about pastors. You know, even if you are not a pastor, I'm expecting you to be a pastor one of these days. Amen. Young lady, why are you smiling? Is it a bad thing for me to expect you to be a pastor one day? Huh? You love it. You'll be a pastor. Why not? Amen. You'll be a pastor. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> to be a pastor is not enough. You must be a spiritual pastor. He said, I could not write to you as unto spiritual. Unfortunately, many pastors are not spiritual. Oh, yes. And spirituality, if you want me to even just reduce the word spiritual to a word that you can sort of relate with, I will just take one word. How many want to know, if I was to choose one word that can I can substitute for spiritual. Instead of telling you be spiritual, what should I say? Should I tell you that one word? Yes. If I say be spiritual, I can tell you one thing. Do you see? And that is be prayerful. Yes. Prayerful. Oh, yes. A prayerful person is a spiritual person. Unbelievable that many pastors do not pray for more than five minutes to ten minutes in a day. Yes. If you take floor prayer meeting, there are many, there, there, I, I once heard one of our pastors say, what is really ridiculous time that you, you wake up at this time to pray? And he's a pastor. He's a pastor. Amazing. So, spiritual has a lot to do with just being prayerful. When I look at my bishops, my pastors, the spiritual ones, the prayerful ones, they are the ones who are spiritual. Oh, yes. There are some who are good at leadership. There are some who are good at, I mean, the word, they know the messages, they are good at building. They are good at different things, but they are not spiritual. When you, are pr- when you pray, do you see, you communicate with a spirit. God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. God is a spirit. So when you pray, you are talking to a spirit or you are communicating or interacting with a spirit. That's what makes you Spiritual. Because you are communicating or contacting a spirit. God is a spirit and you are praying to God. You are praying to a spirit. And as you pray, you become spiritual. 
And as you become spiritual, everything you know and everything you do is affected by the fact that you are spiritual. There are spirits everywhere. Spirits everywhere. There are spirits here. There are spirits here. Before you came, before I came. They were here. And they are just watching you. You know, one day, he's not here, but one of my pastors, he was in London. And they were casting out devils from uh, somebody. A British girl. She has never been to any country. Then when the spirit started speaking in Yoruba, that's a British girl. And started to speak with a man's voice. And spoke Yoruba. And the spirit said at the meeting, I've been here for 400 years. Before you were born. Before you were born. The evidence that there were some people here long before us. That one, there's no doubt about it. Every museum in the world has got uh, creatures that were, have been discovered that were here long before Adam. Because Adam only going up to 6,000 years. From Adam to now is about 6,000 years. And the creation as you know it, it's not a creation, it's a restoration. Yes, it's a replenishment. It's a restoration of the earth. Between Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 and Genesis chapter 1 and verse 2, there's a gap. That gap is how did what God created, which is always beautiful, turn into void and dark. So, the world has had people here, spirits here, things that are here. And you, have, you, you just come and you are, you are just moving, happily moving. Hey, the demons are just watching you as I look at somebody. It's coming. And you can see the spirits in this world trying to change us into animals. Trying to lower human beings and degrade us. And make us lesser and lesser human beings. Sexually depraved, sick, diseased, poor more and more and more degraded like animals because Satan hates you. You remind Satan of God. You remind Satan of God. Because you are created in the image of God. You are created in the image of God. You know, Derek Prince, when he married, he had eight daughters adopted. Eight daughters. And he told a story one day. He said that one day, one of his daughters had a man that she was going to marry. And then one day, she came and she said that the man will not marry her again. So she was not happy. And she took the man's picture all his pictures and his picture and tore it up in front of him. Because she tore it up. Why? Because the image of, even though the man was somewhere, the image of the man, she wanted to spoil the image of the man. Yes. So she tore his images. Yes. You are the image of God. 
So Satan hates God who has sacked him because sometimes when people are sacked, they hate you for sacking them. I've sacked some people, they hate me for sacking them. They hate me for sacking them. Oh, yes. And Satan hates God so much for sacking him from heaven. So he sees his, the image of God. And he says, let me mirror the image up. Let me took the image. Let me scratch the image. That's why he enjoys to make people blind and deaf and dumb and like animals and make them sick and suffer and die and be horrible and make them sexually some way. It is Satan's attack on God's image. The pictures of God. You are all pictures of God. So you can't come around and act unspiritual. Here there are spirits here. You know, as I drove in, I, I could, see, I could see, see different spirits at different places. Even in the north, there are differences. There are different atmospheres in different parts of the, the north of Ghana. Oh, yes. So, spiritual. The only word I would say is prayerful. Prayerful. And especially praying on your own. Praying on your own. A person who cannot spend seven hours praying on your own, I can never call you a spiritual person. Never. No matter whether you are reverend. The reverend you got is because of three years you've been appointed a pastor. That's why you are reverend. It's not because you are spiritual at all. I can never call you as a bishop a spiritual person if you can't stay on your own eh, on your own without talking to anybody for seven hours praying, just you and God praying you can't do that for seven hours you are not spiritual, honestly to me you are not spiritual, oh yes oh yes, <laughs> you have not had enough contact with God for the spirit to the, the spirit to affect you to become spiritual spiritual oh yes Maybe I made you a bishop. But you see, if I make you a bishop, it doesn't mean that it's not a mistake. It doesn't mean that it's not a mistake. Because Jesus said, have I not chosen you? And one of you is a devil. Or one of you is a mistake. Have I not chosen you and one of you is a mistake? Yes. How if Jesus Christ is choosing devil as an apostle? He has chosen a devil as an apostle and breathed on there anointed them and sent the devil as a mistake. How much more me? So don't take confidence in the fact that you have been appointed and now they call you lady pastor or they call you lady reverend or episcopal sister or they call you bishop or they call you whatever minister shepherd lay shepherd, lay minister oh Paul said I could not write to you as unto spiritual You you are not spiritual enough for me to talk in a spiritual way with you oh yes Oh yes. 
everybody and his level of spirituality. And depending on how spiritual you are, we talk to you in a way. Yes. Yes. We talk to you in a way. Yeah. Some of you, because you are not spiritual, we, every time we are talking, we have to use examples. Example, A for apple. B for dog. D for dog. C for cat. This for this. We have to use some examples because you are not spiritual. Are you listening? Oh, yes. The second, perhaps, pillar of spirituality is seeking the will of God. Only spiritual people want the will of God. Only spiritual people. If I'm to give you a second marker, a second marker for spirituality, it will be a person who has gotten to the place where he wants the will of God to be done. That's the second marker to me. First John 2.17 says, The world passeth away and the last thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. In my journey in serving God, perhaps the most critical cardinal thing that developed in me from an early stage of my life is that the will of God is what is important to be done. It is only spiritual people who want the will of God to be done. Unspiritual people, they just want to do something or they want to be successful or they want to be rich or they want to go to the north or to the south or they want to go abroad or they want to do this or they want to do whatever. But a spiritual person, once you become spiritual, you are spiritual. You are connected to God. You want the will of God because you will learn that God's will is good. That's why Derek Prince, who was a spiritual man, said God chose two times two wives for him. Twice. But when you are not spiritual, you say, I want a wife who is size 14. A wife who is size 19. A wife who is size 6A. It's true. Because we have different types of beauties. Oh yes. Oh yes. Depending on your taste, how God... Chinese people look very different from Africans. Africans look different from Europeans. Europeans look different from South Americans. Each one you go, the body shape is different. Now if your mouth is salivating salivating towards I mean a particular body type and it's the body type that matters to you for you to choose I am choosing this girl because she's shaped like a Coca-Cola bottle or, or I'm choosing this girl because she's shaped like Malta Guinness bottle but Derek Prince shh Derek Prince said he wasn't choosing Coca-Cola bottle or he wasn't choosing a tall man or a short man. He was choosing the will of God. 
If God wants it, I want it. If God chooses an auntie for you to marry an auntie, eh, once is the will of God, you will not say that, oh, this auntie, the juices are finished out of her body. The will of God, it will say, I receive this auntie as thanks with thanksgiving to the Lord. It's true. One day a brother came to me and said, I have resigned from the church. I've resigned from the church. And he was a pastor. And I was shocked because he's someone who, I mean, I had great um, respect. He speaks big theological words. Like he speaks words that are long words and then difficult to understand words from the Bible. Oh yes. <laughs> so the day that he came and said, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm leaving. I, w- I was surprised. I was surprised. Later on, he, he, he himself said, I, I made a mistake. Oh yes. He himself said, clearly I've a, a mistake. I made a mistake. But I was surprised when he was making the mistake. Because I was saying that, ah, don't you even pray about what you are saying. And if you are prayerful, it's what is the will of God? And you see, sometimes we are not prepared to even experience or suffer something small. We which are strong must bear. Must do what? Must bear the infirmities. Even of your leader. His bad leadership. His weakness at leading. When you are strong in the ministry, you endure all the mistakes of the people above you, or not just below, above you. They make mistakes. You endure it. Below you, you endure it. You, you put out and say, oh, it's okay. Let's all move together. We are, we are, we are flowing with the mistakes. So for you to wake up suddenly and say, oh, my ministry, my this, my this, my that, are finished. I'm going to work at the bank. I, I, was, I, was, I was surprised. But you see, it is a lack of spirituality. Yeah. When you become spiritual, the most important thing is the will of God. And if you have said that I'm part of this ministry, and I believe you are my shepherd, whatever you say, I believe that that is what is the will of God for me. Then that is your spiritual decision. But when you are not spiritual and such a decision is taken, you say, oh, why should you why, you, why you decide that I also want to do this? You want to do that, I want to do that. Or God has said, God hasn't said. I mean, confusion, complex. So from today, alright, be very conscious. Somebody here is going to get a visa to go to England. You see? Now, when you get a visa to go to England, I got a visa to go to America. You get it? I got a visa to go to Canada. You get it? You get it? And you, the reason why you want to go to Canada is so that your children will speak like a Canadian. You know what I'm talking about? Go with a guy. I want my children to speak like a Canadian, you know? Wow. Is that all that you are basing your life on? That doesn't sound very spiritual to me. It doesn't sound very spiritual to me. You want your children to speak like Canadians. 
want your spirit to children to speak. Amen. I don't want my child to speak with a, 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 a tree accent or a, a, a Hausa accent or a, a, a Dagbani accent or Kokoma accent. I want my child to speak with American accent. Hey! Where did you learn these things from? One day I, I met one of my pastors. I'm talking about spirituality of pastors, not, not members, pastors, pastors. I met one of my pastors. He said, I'm leaving the missionary field. I said, and where are you going? He said, I'm going to abroad. I said, abroad? Then I, I, at the point I said, I was trying to discuss. I said, why don't you want to do the ministry anymore? He said, oh, you know, I want my children to go to a good American school, yes. <laughs> so I asked him that, you, what school did you go to? What school did you go to originally? Was it not St. Kizito Secondary School or whatever, JSS? How come you now want your child to go and to American school? Why? Why don't you rather tell me I believe it's the will of God for me to go abroad rather than telling me that I want my child to go to American school? Huh? It doesn't sound spiritual to me. God is not against going to American school or whatever. But if that is the basis of your whole life, the basis of your whole life, the basis of your whole life, you see somebody, you've got another job. Why, why are you taking that job? Oh, I'll get more money. Only money? Is the is money the only thing you consider when you are taking decisions? Somebody has invited you to go and work at a homosexual bar to serve drinks to homosexuals. That is the job that you have. Are you and you are very happy to go? And you have to ask yourself: Is it a good job? Is it the will of God? Or oh, no, there's more money there. One day I, I met a brother. He used to be a worship leader. Oh, yes. His wife told me, my husband has fallen. I said, what do you mean by fallen? Then she, she said, I will show you the videos that he's watching. She, she, she went to bring some of the videos. Said, Look at what he's watching. Then she brought complimentary cards complimentary card men who are chasing her husband who have given her, the husband card that my name is this my name is this I'm interested in you men chasing her husband she told me that's my husband he was leading worship look at what he's doing and the husband was sitting there I told the brother maybe it would have been better you, you never came here but you only take a decision based on money based on this based on going here based on that and you realize that even though you are a worship leader and even though you are a pastor, you are not a spiritual person and it's affecting you. You don't take decisions based on the will of God. I'm talking about being strong. I say I'm talking about being strong. You have to become spiritual men and women. Yeah. Are you listening to me in Gushegu? Are you glad to be in Gushegu? Yes. I, I 
I'm excited to be in Kushegu. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm excited to be in Kushegu. Third step to being spiritual. All these are in, in, in my book. You can read it. Have a good conscience. Have what? A good conscience. First Timothy chapter 1 and verse 19. Holding faith and a good conscience. Which some having put away concerning faith have made shipwreck. You've made shipwreck because you put away a good conscience. Your conscience must be soft. You must be tender. Something small that you do, you must say sorry. I'll read it again. Having a good conscience, which some have put away. eh? And because of that, have made shipwreck. Shipwreck means disaster. They have made themselves into a disaster. Conscience. The slightest sin you commit, you must feel sorry. Thoughts must make you feel sorry. Thoughts. Desires must make you worried. Must make you what? Worried. The fact that you are sitting here looking at somebody's wife, desiring the person, that should make you worried. Not that you have slept with her. Not that you have slept with her. But your desire, it, you should be alarmed. You said, no, I feel very disturbed that such a thought has come to my head. That is what we talk about, a good conscience. A good conscience means that far from very dangerous things and very dangerous evils, you become very sensitive. You become worried when you are even far from things. It disturbs you. When you make certain comments, it should disturb you. That you should not speak against God's anointed servant. It should disturb you. When you say certain things, you say, mm, I shouldn't have said this. Not that you are even attacking the person, but the criticism, certain things, like David said, God forbid that I will stretch forth my hand against the Lord's anointed. Many years ago, eh, there was a pastor. I was sitting there. Just like this, I was sitting, I think I was on the second row. And the pastor said, He's going to take another offering. When he decided to take the offering, I was sitting there and I turned to the sister who was sitting by me. I'll tell you the sister who was sitting by me. I was sitting by her and I said to her, ah, why is this man taking another offering? We have already taken an offering. Yeah, I was a fool. Huh? Speaking about what I don't understand. I was not a leader. I don't know what it means to be the leader. And somebody is leading and is taking a second offering. And here with my big mouth sitting on the second row. You have a microphone. Talking about things I don't understand. Saying things I will never understand. When I looked at her face. I felt that. That's what is a good conscience. I look at her, she look at me in a way. She sang that song, sing it. Was but yesterday you were a baby, but so soon you are growing too. 
And before you know it, you've become a lady or a man with children too. Then your health and strength begin to fail you. She was sitting by me. Then you say, now what shall I do? afraid because she didn't agree with what I was saying I was frightened and I knew there was something wrong with me ah that day I, I, I said I got up when we closed shared the grace I called uh, I went to see the brother who was leading but he was busy because so many people wanted to see him proud people cannot wait proud people cannot wait I decided to wait he saw everybody. I was the last person. Then when he came, he said, he said what is it? I said, can I speak to you? Said, what is it? So I said, well, I just need to tell you something personal. Hey! So he said, come, come, come outside. So I went outside the church and stood there. He stood there. He's very tall. He stood there. I told him that, you know, when you were taking the offering, don't make noise. Don't make noise. When you were taking the offering, I spoke and I said it was not necessary. I'm, I'm very sorry. I, I want to tell you. What I said. Oh, he was surprised. He just smiled at me and he put his hand on and said, God is going to use you. God is going to use you. Oh, yes. Concerning faith and a good conscience, your conscience must be tender and sensitive that I've done something wrong. I've done something wrong. I've done something wrong. I've done something. He just must said, God's going to use you. <laughs> hey, I felt bad. I remember the day. I remember the day. I don't want to speak about any of God's servant. Without a good conscience, you will descend into darkness. You descend into darkness. You start slipping and sliding, slipping and sliding, slipping and sliding before you realize you are a demon. Yes. Because little things don't, are not, you are not sensitive to little things. So it's only big things. That's why God gives us pain. When a person doesn't feel pain anymore, the leg can become a whole ulcer because every time you knock, you don't feel anything. So every time you knock, you cut, you cut, you cut, you knock your leg, you don't feel anything. So because you, your, your, your senses are not sharp, you'll be cutting and soon you see that the leg has become a big sore. It's because the nerves are not working. That's what happens in diabetes. Yes. So God wants you to have a sensitive conscience and you are worried about things that are far from whatever. Oh yes. That's why you must be afraid of pornography and all those video things. Oh yes. Lest you suddenly sit there and you have complimentary cards of men who are seeking you as a partner. <laughs> are you still here or you are leaving? Oh yes. <laughs> Number four. 
I've given you four steps to spirituality. Number one is prayer. Number two is what? The will of God. Number three is what? Having a good conscience. And number four is fellowship. Oh, yes. Now, no one ever grows out of the need for fellowship. You can never grow out of the need to be part of the meeting. You never mature. That's what the Bible says. As we see Hebrews 10, 25, as we see the days drawing nearer, all the more we should meet together. All the more. Maybe more and more and more and more as we see the day drawing nearer. Oh, yes. Why? Why do we need to meet all the more? Because the day is drawing near and you never mature away from the need for fellowship. I need fellowship. You need fellowship. Hello? Hello? Is your mind here? Yes. You know why? You know why? God made Adam and Eve. Adam, Eve, Adam, Eve, Adam, Eve, Adam, Eve. And God said, God said, it is not good for man to be alone, even though he was there with man. He was in the garden with man, fellowshipping with man every day, and he said, it is not good that man has only me. It's not good that man has only me. I'm, I'm here with man, but it is not a good thing that man is alone. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. You never mature out of, out of your need for other human beings to fellowship. When you stay on your own and you don't fellowship, even though fellowshipping brings quarrels and brings a lot of confusion, you still need fellowship and you need the confusion and everything that is coming with it, you need it. <laughs> is it not amazing? Stand to your feet. Are you enjoying the Gushegu Cathedral? All right. Lift your hands and ask God to help you to be strong by helping you to be spiritual. We are praying, we are praying, we are praying. Father, make me strong by making me spiritual, 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 spiritual. Masatala Baba, Yama Kalababa, prayerful. Maradunima Zama Kalababaya Derebe. Remama Zandala Baba. Maya Mama Zile Bede 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 Bede. Regele Be. Regele Belema. Lengriabon Dereman Doriale Bede Be. Ramalaba Zandalia Baba. Lemelema. Lelia. Lelia Mosilia. Ralaba. Ralababa Zandalaba. Spiritual. 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 Spiritual, pray, pray, pray. Everybody, pray. Iman Dalababa, Yababa, Mayan Dalaba, Ramama, Sama, Yama, Yabalababa, Rababa. Lift your two hands and pray. Father, make me strong by making me spiritual. Spiritual, spiritual. 
Remanima Sona Maya Dalababa Ramazata Babaya Lababa As a pastor, as a minister, as a church worker, as a shepherd, Malababo Sama Ramama Rama Sama Yama 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 Ramama Sama Lababa Yababa Yama Lababa spirituality spirituality we are praying we are praying spirituality 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 mandala baba yamazato deleba ramama zeme ramama yandala ba ramama zamaya dalaba zamaya dalaba Rababa sana la mama, yana la mama. Ye ye ye, gerebe, ye ye be, 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 ye ye be. Radimamos, radimamos, amayanda la ba. Zelelebe, reminamos ama. Radize, radize ma dalababa. Rababa zamara mama, ye mande bonda. Rema Zama Yama Yababa Rema Zama Yandalaba Imamana Mama Yamala Mama Yamana Mama Yamana Mama Yanima 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 Zemande Rema Zama Yama 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 Imala Baba Yalama Pray, 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 pray to be spiritual, pray to be spiritual. Pray to be spiritual. It makes you strong. It makes you strong. It makes you strong. Mazamayan Dalababa. Ramazande Balababa. Yama Malababa. Yekade Kabata Katabasumini Manima. Ranamala Mayan Dalaba. Ilelebosuma Rababa. Yes, 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 yes. Imandabo Ramama Yanalabama Rama Zama Yandalaba Yamama Yamama Ramama Zandalababo Mayama In the name of Jesus Jesus name Yes 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 Amen Amen Sit down for a moment